coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. Today, we're on trait five of my 30-part series on my book, Blue Collar Leadership, 30 Traits of High-Impact Players. Trait five is be inspirational. Last week, I talked to you about the trait be motivational. So now we done moved a little deeper. Be inspirational. The subtitle is Inspiration Leads to Admiration. So I want to start you off today with a, a quote from a, a group of authors, last names London, Paul, and Christensen. And so uh, I can't remember the book. Maybe the Leadership Challenge, but I can't really remember at, at the moment uh, which book that was that group of authors wrote. But anyway, giving them credit, just so you know it ain't me, that's the main thing. But uh, here's a quote they, they had. They said, there is always a choice about the way you do your work, even if there is not a choice about the work itself. How about that? There's always a choice about the way you do your work even if there's not a choice about the work itself. Sometimes you get told, you know, do something at work you don't want to do. So if you want to work there, you really don't have a choice about the work itself is what they're saying. But you always got a choice about the way you do your work. And I shared with you last time about the lady that worked at McDonald's 50 years. She's still working there. I don't know if I clarified that last time. She hadn't retired. She was, she was still working there. and. uh if you watched that video, if you looked it up and found it on YouTube or whatever, you would, uh, you'll see the choice she's making about the way she does her work. You, you can't fake what that lady had to share on that video. She's probably like that from the moment she walks in the door to the time she leaves. You know, I saw a lady working in a Chick-fil-A in Opelika, Alabama. And she was in her 90s. And she was the happiest thing, full of energy. And she was just making it happen. And it was just always awesome to see her. And she, she was the lady that basically, you know, kept the lobby going, the, the seating area where everyone sit, sits down when you go inside to eat. She's the one asking if you need a refill. And she's taking away trays and cleaning off tables and that sort of thing. No, she's 90 years old. She's she's lived the majority of her life, but she wasn't done living. And she wasn't done being inspirational. Because I promise you, she inspired a lot of people through her actions. Stephen M. R. Covey, author of The Speed of Trust, my third favorite book of all time. And if you read it, a lot of people read it and they say, I don't know. You know, it ain't an entertaining book. It's an educational book. And a lot of the book, I could care less about. But there's a whole lot of the book that I got a lot out of, especially the 13 trust behaviors. 
And I did a four-part trust talk uh, on that book, gave credit, you know, to the content I shared from the book. I forget which episodes those those are now, but they, they're a little ways back. But I've got four episodes where I talk about that. So you may want to dive into those, look it up if you haven't already. Stephen DeMar Covey, he got it right when he said this. He said, the behavior that best creates credibility and inspires trust is acting in the best interest of others. How about that? The behavior that best creates credibility and inspires trust is acting in the best interest of others. Yeah, that's a conscious choice. You got to value that to actually do that. You know, it's it's one spot where I get I get tangled up inside my own mind because I don't I don't follow up with clients. When somebody hires us to come speak, we go speak. We build strong relationships. We tell them they can reach out anytime they want. We're happy to speak to them. Happy to talk to them. We usually tell the whole audience that. Sometimes I give out my phone number on the stage, but I, a lot of times I tell them it's at the top of my website. Sometimes I get a handout and my phone number and my contact information is on the handout. But I don't, I don't call them. I don't call the people who hired me. And part of it is because of that trait right there. That's why I say I, I kind of get mixed up a little. Because one way I could see call it, calling and following up and showing that I ain't forgot about you could be a trust, but people are busy. So I don't want to bother people just to call them up, see how they do and that sort of thing. Most of the people I deal with, they're, they're super busy. They use us to come in and, and impact their team in a specific way. If they want us back, guess what they'll do? They'll, they'll call us back. But, the, but again, that quote from Stephen M. R. Covey, the behavior that creates credibility and inspires trust is acting in the best interest of others. And a lot of times I declare my intent. It's one of the, the 13 trust behaviors is declaring your intent. And I learned that when I read that book. I ain't never forgot it. And usually I tell, unless I forget for some reason, I tell the clients exactly what I'm telling you. I'm not going to call you back. I'm not going to bother you. I want to use that to build trust. But you call me whenever you need me. Even if you don't want to hire me or even if you don't want to buy some books, you call me whenever you want to. Especially, though, if I can help you, if you're struggling with something, you think I can give you a nugget or two to point you in the right direction. And I have a lot of people call me at all different levels of an organization. But I do that because I'm acting in the best interest of others. If I just worried about me, I'd be like, no, don't ever call me. Nobody call me because I, I, I ain't got time for you. That's the opposite of that. I, I don't want to be the opposite. I ain't the opposite. I want people to call me. So one key to building trust among a group or a team is to have a unifying purpose. Supported by shared values. Fueled by motivation on the outside, which can be converted to inspiration on the inside. So there's, there's a lot going on right there. I won't say that again. One key to building trust among a group or team is to have a unifying purpose supported by shared values, 
fueled by motivation on the outside, which can be converted to inspiration on the inside. The key there, a unifying purpose and shared values. See, a lot of companies, a lot of organizations, and when I use that word, companies and organizations, they don't do anything. People do things. But we use that term, companies and organizations. But what I'm really talking about are people, leaders. When, when they go attempt to transform their culture, may not be anything wrong with it today, but they want to transform it and make it better. A lot of times they slip on clarifying and identifying the unifying purpose for their team. They just they just get at it, get started. And they never really talked about it because most leaders, especially if they've never done a lot of this type leadership that I'm talking about, servant leadership, high-impact leadership, they still may have a management mindset, so they just want to go fast. They don't realize they need to slow down, help identify and clarify the unifying purpose of their organization, which really, again, is the team, a group of people. And once they get that done, then they can talk about shared values, like people who bring me in. If they, if they got a, a clear unifying purpose that they're trying to align the organization around, then they can help the people understand the principles that are in my books and a lot of other people's books how those principles, those values are going to be used to fuel motivation on the, on, on the outside, meaning I'm going to bring it to you so the motivation is coming from me to you, but then you're going to be able to convert it to inspiration on the inside. You ain't going to need me any longer. When you don't need me and we've got shared values and a unifying purpose, we've got a high-performance team but it takes leaders to intentionally grow and develop people nonstop and forever. Because the outside world is trying to change those same people that you may be trying to help change their values, change their character. The world is trying to do just the opposite most of the time. So you, you, you going into the wind when you start a cultural transformation. That's why you got to get as many people as possible on board. That's why you got to make it happen. It's part of how you do business. It's part of just like you train people to do their regular job, you're going to be training them how to be as people, how to be high-impact players. High-impact players realize that inspiration leads to admiration. You tell me. Do you admire people who have truly inspired you? Yes, you do. They don't expect you to. They don't even look for it if they got a high degree of character. I don't want to necessarily be admired by anybody. But I guarantee you, if I've inspired people, they admire me. Not for the wrong reasons, for the right reasons. Humble people ain't looking for admiration. But it's a byproduct of inspiration. If you want to grow and develop your influence, start motivating and inspiring some people. Because anybody who admires you, you're going to have a lot of influence with those folks. If they're your teammates, 
you're going to have a high-performance team, especially if it's going in every direction. But those who are motivated often become inspired. Again, that means they don't need external motivation. They're making it happen. If you're listening to this podcast because you want to, nobody's told you to, you're not sitting around a table or a group of people and y'all listening to it and using it as a development resource, that's a good thing. But I'm just saying, if, if you're just listening to it because you want to, something somewhere has motivated you at some point in the past, but you've become inspired to grow and develop yourself. You're hungry to climb to the next level and beyond. That's good stuff. That's what high-impact team players become. They become inspired. They don't need somebody running around telling them what to do, pushing them, pulling them. They own the team. They need to know the unifying purpose and the shared values, and, and then let's go make it happen. But if you had a choice to be on a team with someone, would you want to be on a team? You're going to pick that person. I got two people for you. Which one do you want? One of them is inspired from within to make things happen. The other one, well, you, you got to motivate them. They need some motivation. See, that's not a bad thing. People who can be motivated, those are good folks. But they ain't, they ain't the same caliber and quality as those people who are inspired from within. So now think about it. You're going to get a new team member. I'm letting you decide which one. I've narrowed it down to two. One's inspired from within. The other one is not. Which one you want on your team? The answer is obvious. You want the person who's inspired. Inspired to be a high-impact team player. Inspired to grow and develop themselves. Inspired to accomplish the mission. Inspired to make it happen. Without somebody pushing them to do it. Now, I, I got to say, if you're a low-impact player, which I don't assume you are listening to this unless somebody's made you and you're sitting around a table and you're frustrated and you got your arms crossed and you're rolling your eyes, if you're that person, you probably don't want the inspired person on your team because you're afraid they're going to make you look bad. And I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to this and somebody's making you, if I was in a room and it was up to me, you'd be free to go right now. Because what I got to say ain't for folks like you. You're welcome to join this team, join this mission, become a high-impact player. But if, if, if you're sitting there rolling your eyes and got your arms crossed and you hate you in there, I don't even know why you're on the team. Don't be mad at your boss because you're in there. You chose to be there. Anyway, enough of that. Probably ain't many of those folks listening, but there could be. But which one are you? Are you inspired from within? Odds are, if you listen to this podcast by choice, you are. Are you inspired in as many areas and, and as deeply as you could be? Maybe not. That's why you're still listening. That's why I read every day. I'm still looking for others to motivate me. I'm doing it myself, though. 
I'm mentoring myself through other people's books. And if you're a new listener, I got lots of books for you. Go check out bluecollarleadership.com forward slash download. And you can read the first five chapters, most of them. And, and obviously, you're listening to audio now. So we've got a lot of audio books. For, to listen to five-minute samples of the audio books, go to topstoryleadership.com forward slash audio book. And I think it's, let me just check, be sure. Always, I can't ever remember if that's got a, a an S on the end or not. Audio, yeah, audio books with an S. Topstoryleadership.com forward slash audio books with an S. And you can click on a, a lot of, you'll see the covers of a, all of our audio books are right there. And you can just click on one, listen to it, five minute sample right there. So you can get lots of audio content for free. If all you do is listen to the samples, even if you don't order the book. But I'm just throwing that out there to let you know there's, there's, we got a lot of content for you. Rhea and I, my wife, together, if you're a new listener, we've got 34 books released. And some of them are not the type that would make a good audio book because Rhea's got some motivational uh, planning journals and things like that. But uh, anyway, those who are motivated often become inspired. You're probably one of those people. High-impact players are not only motivational team members, they are also inspirational team members. That's what we've been talking about from the, from the start. High-impact players motivate other people, but they motivate them to a degree that they become inspired from within. And a lot of those team members become inspired and grow and go. They leave the team. The person who motivated them inspired them to grow to a level where they leave. They go work somewhere else. They may move completely to a different company in a different state, and they still make it happen without that person motivating him anymore. That's because they be became inspired. A high-impact player's influence stretches far beyond their present. So let's talk about gratitude. Gratitude motivates and inspires others to repeat the behavior we appreciate. So, so if someone is, is doing the things we want them to be doing, they're in alignment with our unifying purpose and they're demonstrating shared values. We need to make sure we express gratitude to those folks because gratitude is just another way to motivate and inspire people. So George Washington Carver, he had this to say, he says, when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way, you will command the attention of the world. And I believe that, and there's examples of that th throughout history. I actually put that quote on the back cover of my book, Blue Collar Leadership, Leading from the Front Lines, the one I actually wrote for the frontline entry-level workforce, you know, the, the book I, I wrote to develop those folks, the ones out there actually doing the work on the, on the front lines, making it happen. So what motivates and inspires you? will give you the energy and most importantly, the authenticity to motivate and inspire others. 
See, I'm motivated and inspired by personal growth and leadership development content. And as you can tell, it gives me a lot of energy and authenticity to motivate and inspire others. It's why I do this podcast. It's why I write my books. It's why I write the articles and newsletters on LinkedIn. It's, it's why I do everything that I do. But what motivates me gives me energy to motivate and inspire other people. That's just how it works. That's what happens when you get in alignment with your passion and purpose. So when leaders develop and engage those on the front line, their team will be more likely to become motivated and inspired to help them, meaning the leader, improve the bottom line. Because, see, the, the front line is responsible for the bottom line. It, it ain't the big dogs at the top and everybody above those on the front line. It, it's the front line people who make it happen or either don't make it happen. They either work safe or they don't work safe. They either produce high quality or they don't produce high quality. They either get it done on time or they get it done later than expected. A lot of things going on on the front line. The people on the front line, they, they have the power. So the leaders need to motivate and inspire those folks. So I want to leave you with a quote today from Peter Drucker. Kind of relates to that quote I shared earlier from George Washington Carver. But Peter Drucker says this. He says, the needs of large-scale organizations have to be satisfied by common people achieving uncommon performance. And that's what it's all about. Remember, Carver, George Washington Carver said, when you do common things in life in an uncommon way, you will command the attention of the world. And it's kind of like the lady I talked about last episode from, from McDonald's, worked there 50 years. She's she doing common things in an uncommon way. I mean, got her, got her on the news. I don't know how many thousands of views she's going to get off of that. Probably a lot. But she's getting a lot of attention because she's doing a common thing in an uncommon way. If you didn't go check out that video, the, the, the lady worked 50, yard, 50 years at McDonald's. You need to go see if you can do a Google search or YouTube. YouTube's actually where I saw it. Do a YouTube search and and. If you can watch it, it's seven or eight minutes, but she's an amazing lady, and she's still going at it. She's still making things happen. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be inspirational. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.